From KERA in Dallas, Fort Worth, Denton, it's anything you ever wanted to know. Good afternoon. I'm Jeff Whittington. Our telephone number is 800-933-5372. Email address, of course, anything at KERA.org. You can also tweet me your questions and answers this hour. I'm at any. Uh, <laughs> I'm at Jeff Whittington on uh, the Twitter. We had last week off. Uh, maybe I'm a little bit rusty. It is uh, Friday the 9th of March, and we're taking your questions and answers live today. 800-933-5372. Email anything at KERA.org or at Jeff Whittington on the Twitter. So we got some emails in. Vicki wants to know, where do I take an empty uh, intact, she says uh, in parentheses, not cut in half, barbecue propane canister to dispose of it? She said, my city, Hearst in Tarrant County, contracts with Fort Worth to access its hazardous waste site, but I was told the canister has to be cut in half to take it there. Anybody know where to recycle an empty propane canister? Uh, David wants to know if there's a grocery store in the Dallas area that carries turkey thighs. He says, I have a number of recipes for slow cooker turkey thighs, but haven't found any grocers that carry them yet. And I uh, got an email from Chris who says there's a multi-story brick building near the corner of 8th and Pennsylvania in Fort Worth on the north side of the hospital district that appears to have been prepared for a controlled demolition. Does anyone know the date and time uh, they have scheduled to implode the building? Uh, Chris says I'd love to see it go down if possible. 800-933-5372. Email anything at kera.org. Or tweet me at Jeff Whittington on the Twitter, and let's see, we had a couple, uh, we had a couple of tweets uh, that came in last week. Um, this is from someone who wants to know uh, one or two spaces after a period. Uh, this is a long time debate. Stephen Becker is already weighing in and saying one space after a period. But I'm curious why, you know, we were taught in typing class, right, in junior high, way back in the 80s, to put two spaces after a period, weren't we? Right? Weren't we taught that? Yes. Shelly Canavy, our TD, says, yes, we were taught to put two spaces. So why the two spaces? And why now, um, according to the authority uh, of now, Stephen Becker, uh, one space? Or what do you think? That's why we do the show. Uh, you can tweet your response at Jeff Whittington. You can call us 800-933-5372. I uh, also got a tweet from Michael who says, as a delivery driver, I listen to KERA all day. At least once a day, I invariably hear a caller ask, can you hear me? Why is it that so many people question whether they can be heard? Well, uh, <laughs> I guess I can answer this, Michael. Uh, the, uh, the folks, when they call in, and if you are listening, you've called in before, you know that when I punch you up on the air, there's a little bit of a staticky sound, and, you know, I might have said your name, and it's silent like that, right? And they might think, you know, uh, or maybe there's some sort of interference, uh, and they're just curious if they're on, or they, it just sounds different, right? Because we've asked people to turn the radio down before they go on the air, because it can be disorienting. To them, so I think that's probably why. Plus, I found uh, in many years of doing this, uh, people um, uh, uh, it's disorienting, and uh, people want to have sort of those uh, uh, conversation starters, like "How's it going? <laughs> How are you? 
uh, or they want to say their name, even though I've already said their name. So, um, but you know, hey, it's still fun to do, all right? And let's have some fun at 800-933-5372 with Matthew in Dallas. Hey, Matthew. Hey, Jeff. Uh, love the show. Long-time listener, second-time caller. Awesome. Um, I have a question about uh, scholarship, graduate school scholarships for public employees. I'm an a employee at the county level, and I looked online. I wanted to go back and getting, get my MPA. Uh, I looked online for information about graduate school scholarships, and it almost just seemed there was too much and too little information at the same time. I was kind of overwhelmed, and nothing specific to what I was looking for. So just wanted to see if there's anyone out there who know any, who knows anything about graduate school scholarships for public employees. You've asked. We'll see if we get an answer for you. Thanks, sir. Okay. And i got to vote one space after the period. All right. Very good. Thanks so much. Uh, we'll Thanks. mark you down. Uh, let's talk next at 800-933-5372 to Catherine in Dallas. Hello, Catherine. Are you there, Catherine? Uh, Catherine? Uh, hi. Yeah, go right ahead. Hi, sir. Uh, my question is, uh, when my husband waters our house plants. He overwaters them so that there is water, an inch or two of water left in the saucer. Uh, his argument is that it's good for the plant, uh, and I'm concerned that it's not good for the plant. So I'd like to uh, find find out uh, the answer. Is you're hoping you're hoping we can help settle. Uh, <laughs> this sounds like maybe. Uh, you, I, I'm, I'm, you know, no pun intended, but I'm, I'm hesitant to wade into the, uh, the, the houseplant watering argument, but it won't stop our listeners. So we'll see what, uh, <laughs> okay. Well, so, so let's, let's couch it as save our plants. Right. Okay. So which, which is better to water the plant until there's water standing in the saucer under the plant or just to water it? and it doesn't actually come out the bottom of the, the pot. Right, and the water stays in the saucer for a week or two. Right, okay. Well, okay. well a week or two. So is, he, is, is this watering happening more frequently than a week or two, or is it just, are we keeping the water in there all the time? Or I, 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 think, we got your, I think we got your question. Basically keeping the water in there all the time. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm sure we'll get some answers for you, and thanks for calling. Okay. Thank you. And thanks for trusting trusting us, all of us, uh, those of us, not just us, uh, but you and your answers uh, at 800-933-5372 uh, or on, uh, via email, anything at org, or via Twitter at uh, Jeff Whittington. Uh, that's where uh, Hacksaw says, can we... Just make it to where we just set our clocks back only. Um, he says, I don't mind the sun rising at, say, 3 p.m. in a few years, but we should stop setting our clocks forward. Uh, I think the uh, the hashtag that he used is stop spring, springing forward, which, by the way, we're doing on Saturday night or Sunday morning, depending on how you look at 2 a.m., the 2 a.m. hour. Uh is, uh, let's see, Haxor asks, can we, how do we push for the change? Who do we call or write letters to? There has been a, um, there have been movements, I think, over the years to end daylight saving time or to stay on daylight saving time once and for all. 
Um, but we'll see what uh, folks say. And Claire tweeted and says, uh, why is the dogwood, or asks, why is the dogwood tree called the dogwood tree? 800-933-5372. Up next on the phone, let's talk to Jeff calling from Dallas. Hello, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. I've got a really obscure question, but I hope somebody can help. Okay. I'm looking for uh, something like a pharmacy or a, a supply place for medical things that can provide a replacement pad for TENS machines. Now, I have secured these kinds of things in the past online, but I sort of need it today or tomorrow, and I can't do that online, but the, the technology is sort of modernized a little bit the last few years, and there are different kinds of pads with different plug-ins. And I am looking for a specific kind of pad for the TENS machine that is a snap-on, much like a Western shirt button. Okay. And I'm hoping somebody knows where I could find those uh, soon. What What is the so? Just so for folks who oh, don't know, what's the TENS machine I'm sorry, do? TENS machine is like an electronic stimulation machine that a physical therapist or a chiropractor or uh, might use to bring pain relief to muscles and nerves. People uh, use them uh, for a variety of, of uh, afflictions. Sports teams use them for injuries okay. to help uh, stimulate the uh, blood flow to nerves. Okay. Well, I, I hopefully someone will have an idea for you, Jeff. Thanks. I need a snap-on. Okay. Thank you. Very good. Uh, Thanks thank for calling. You. Thanks, Jeff. Uh, let's see. Up next at 800-933-5372, let's talk to Julie in Fort Worth. Hey, Julie. Hi, Jeff. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. Uh, I'm in the process of cleaning out uh, the garage, and I have um, antiques and toys and uh, some train sets that I would like to find an appraiser in Fort Worth that will look at everything I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and give me a value of them. Uh, I also have a ton of baseball cards, probably from the early 80s. I'm not sure they're, how much they're worth, but I have some that are never been opened packages. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have um, an old Edison phonograph, an oak wall phone. I took out the guts right. and made it an extension phone years ago. And I still have the uh, the guts. So you want to get all? You're looking for somebody who can appraise these various kinds of things for you in Fort Worth. In Fort Worth, yeah. And I also want to know if anybody knows who will do a watercolor restoration for me. Okay. Uh, in Fort Worth area, I don't want to go to. Okay. Dallas. Well, lo- lots of questions, Julie. Let's uh, we'll see if we get some suggestions for you. Oh, that'd be great. All right. Th- thanks, thanks for calling. Uh, 800-933-5372 is where you can call. You can also email anything at kera.org. You can tweet me. Uh, the period, uh, the spaces after a period, it looks like it might be a big one today. Deanna tweeted and says, Letters are no longer allotted the same amount of space regardless of width, so it's no longer necessary to put two spaces after the period. Uh, Autumn says, One space after the period now. It's because word processing programs now automatically add more than a normal character space after periods. 
Jonathan says no standing water should be in the tray of your house plants. It can lead to root rot, etc. Uh, Adedoyan says, uh, I'm totally on team one space, but I have friends my age who were taught two spaces. And um, William's looking for help getting rid of ants uh, and squirrels in his raised garden beds and compost bins in Oak Cliff. 800-933-5372. Email anything at kera.org or tweet me at Jeff Whittington. In the inbox, Richard in Dallas says about a month ago, I was driving around Addison, noticed at the bases of trees, someone had placed arrangements of citrus fruits surrounding a pineapple. They all look the same, and a couple are still there. I hadn't seen it before, so I'm curious, uh, does anybody know the cultural or religious significance of such fruit offerings? Uh, It might have had something to do with the Lunar New Year, perhaps? Maybe? That's my first guess, but we'll see if somebody uh, can confirm that. Mick in Dallas says you can sometimes find turkey thighs at Fiesta, but only occasionally. You might also call Central Market or Tom Thumb to see if they can get some for you. They're both pretty good, Mick says, about customer requests. Uh, Karen says Central Market in Plano for turkey thighs. Mark in Lake Dallas says most retail outlets that exchange empty propane bottles for full propane bottles will accept old bottles uh, that will be refurbished or disposed of by their propane vendor. And Hearst, Mark says, try Mr. C's Hardware on Precinct Line Road. So it sounds like we might have gotten that one solved, people. It's anything you ever wanted to know on KERA, you give us a call, 800-933-5372. If you can't get through, email us, anything at KERA.org or tweet me at Jeff Whittington. Don't go away, though. More of your questions and your answers in about two minutes. This is Anything You Ever Wanted to Know from KERA in Dallas, Fort Worth, Denton. I'm Jeff Whittington. You can call us 800-933-5372. You can email us anything at kera.org or tweet me at Jeff Whittington on the Twitter. Right now, though, I'm here with KERA intern Vanessa McTillman. Vanessa, uh, you looked into something for us this week. What do you have for us? This week, we're looking into a question from Wayne in Arlington. Wayne emailed us and asked, where can you meet folks that rock climb outdoors in North Texas? Okay, so what'd you find out? I spoke with Austin Suvoravong. He's an instructor with the University of North Texas rock climbing team. Austin says one of the best places to meet outdoor rock climbers is at an indoor rock climbing gym. But before you head out, there's some things you should learn. First thing that you should do whenever you decide that you kind of want to get into this sport, this niche sport called rock climbing, is learning all of the lingo and the terminology that we use. Climbers have a lot of different words to describe the hold types, the different movements, and then even some cultural things um, about how people should behave and act um, when they're at the climbing wall. And a lot of it makes absolutely no sense at all until someone uh, describes it to you. Okay, so once you learn a little bit about climbing, where should you go to get started? Most people who climb outside get started in a gym. When looking for a gym, you can either choose sporting or bouldering. 
sport climbing, which is climbing taller walls uh, with a rope on and a harness. And generally the routes tend to be a little bit more like a cross country run rather than like a sprint. And bouldering would be more like a sprint where the routes are uh, a lot harder, but they're a lot lower to the ground and you don't have to climb as much. So once you get to the gym, is there anything people might need to know before they start actually climbing? Yeah, you probably want to look at your shoes. Climbing shoes comes in all types of shapes and sizes. Um, and typically, when you're a beginner in rock climbing, then you'll want to get shoes that are more comfortable and don't hurt your feet as much. Um, and then as you go uh, become better at rock climbing and you get into higher difficulty routes, um, you're going to want to improve your or upgrade your climbing shoe from something that is kind of flat and doesn't have a downturn toe to something that's more aggressive that does have a downturn toe and maybe a cupped heel. Okay, shoes are important. Uh, what else do new climbers need to know? Austin says it's really important to go into rock climbing with the right frame of mind. A lot of people, what stops them from really getting into climbing is generally just being scared of either the height or the uncomfortableness or being self-conscious because it's such a weird situation. You know, when you do that, you really limit yourself to, to what rock climbing actually is and like all of the things that they can offer because if, if you want to get into rock climbing, you have to climb. Okay, now we know some of the basics of climbing. Uh, where can people go to get started? Well, there are quite a few gyms in North Texas, but Austin says there are some that are better than others. All of the summit gyms are very high quality because uh, of how expansive they are. Uh, in DFW, but there are also, also some other gyms just kind of like sprinkled around that you might hear of uh, in passing. And these are gyms like um, the Silos in Grapevine. Uh, also, they're also called North Texas Outdoor Pursuits. And Dino Rock, there used to be a lot more, but they all closed down once Summit came into the area. There you have it. Great info from KERA intern Vanessa McTillman. Thanks, Vanessa. Thanks, Jeff. And you can call us 800-933-5372. You can email us anything at KERA.org, or you can tweet me at Jeff Whittington. Let's go back to the phones and uh, talk to a very patient caller uh, who's been hanging in there, Josh in Dallas. Hey, Josh. Hey, what's up, Jeff? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing not too bad, not too bad. Uh, you know, I had two holes in one yesterday, and I got, uh, so today I got on the phone, so I'm feeling pretty lucky. All right. Um, <laughs> You know what, my question is, um, you know, how come America doesn't build new cities, um, new new towns? Like, you know, like the much more rural counties, mm -hmm. much more rural cities and towns. Uh, you know, they have bad schoolings, uh, you know, bad funding. Why can't, like, gather those groups, create new cities, or create new towns like that, you know? Yeah, what? Uh, so I see what you're saying. You're asking, like, why are we locked into the big cities that we have? Why can't right. new cities develop? Sort of. Uh, that's a really good question. I mean, it it like, it's it's a really good. Yeah, it's really uh, it's it's really interesting because you know cities spring up sort of where uh, where trade possibilities, I guess, where food and water was was available, where ports, I assume, or rail terminals were built. So. Um, but that's a great question. Maybe somebody, maybe somebody has looked into that, and we'll get a suggestion. All right, and then one more question: Like, what, what was the last city built in America? Last city developed in America? If anybody might know that. Okay. Hey, well, thanks for. Uh, and you mean big cities, right? You're not talking about like the city of Hearst or the city of Arlington. Big cities, right. you know. And why instead of rebuilding, yeah. like instead of rebuilding our 
infrastructure. Why don't we just build new infrastructure instead of okay. rebuilding bridges? Sure. Why don't we create new bridges, new places, right. new roads? Well, we'll see if we get some answers for you. All right, thanks. Thanks, Colin. Up next at 800-933-5372 is Michael calling from Athens. Hello, Michael. Are you there, Michael? All right, let's talk uh, instead to Jeff calling from Richardson. Hello, Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Hey there. Um, back in the day when you and I and Glenn Mitchell learned to type on a typewriter, the carriage was moved to the left every time you pressed a key by a fixed amount. Mm-hmm. and a new character would appear. Then you fast forward to today and the last 30 years when we've had computers that we could do that typing on. New fonts have come out, and the difference is fixed-width fonts versus variable-width fonts. And a variable-width font will, like somebody said in one of your emails, uh, put a wider space after a period because for readability, you want to have more space. That's why we learned to put two spaces and made it more readable. Very good. Makes sense. Thanks, Jeff. You're welcome. Got a bunch of tweets on this and tweets from the double space camp. Uh, Sam says double space after period. Uh, Sienna says two spaces, please. For people with dyslexia, we need the extra space to read the sentence end better. Uh, Not having to do with uh, spaces, but... uh, uh, Brenda says, I think I've seen turkey thighs at Sprouts, but it depends. They don't always have them. Uh, let's see. Courtney uh, says, two spaces after a period only applies to typewriters. Anyone typing on a modern computer should only use one. And uh, let's see. Justin says, if you have a document that needs two spaces uh, corrected to one space, you can do so by using the Find Replace feature and typing two spaces in the Find box and one space in the replace with box. Uh, Let's see. That's all we got on the spaces debate. Although we got an email uh, from uh, Mary Beth who says, "Uh, I've noticed how uh, the iPhone is helping us old timers deal with the one space issue. When you complete a sentence as you text, you can still push space twice, and the iPhone automatically puts a period and then a single space. You just keep typing the next sentence. You get the satisfaction of double spacing, but end up with the correct number of spaces, which she says is one. And she says, it pleases me. Thank you, Mary Beth. Anything that pleases Mary Beth, who just so happens to be writing from inside the building, uh, pleases us as well. Uh, Peter emailed us, uh, I have rats or mice in my attic. How can I get rid of them? I have no open access where I hear noises. I'm looking for a solution without using rat poison please. Uh, Well, Peter, you're going to probably need to call a professional who will figure out where the access holes are, and they can figure it out, uh, and then start sealing those off. And put they put traps uh, up, and they'll trap them, uh, and they trap, they seal, they seal the holes, the access holes, most of them. uh, And hopefully, you know, the the rats or mice are going out at night to forage. And they can trap some of them on the way, and eventually they seal up everything. And um, even the even needing to seal, and I speak from experience here because it happened to us as well. Uh, even needing to seal sort of the vent stacks on your plumbing, because rats can jump in to those vent stacks on your roof and then wriggle between 
the plumbing vent and the edge of the vent stack and jump down into the attic. They're pretty amazing, actually. Uh, pretty resilient critters, and they can get in and out of the tiniest little spaces. So um, that's my recommendation, but we'll see if we get some uh, suggestions from the audience as well. Up next at 800-933-5372 is Jared calling from Plano. Hello, Jared. Hey, Jeff. Um, I got to say, uh, for know-it-alls like me, I love your show. Well, thanks. Uh, it's, it's great to get to, to give out some information. Um, so first answer on the planters. Uh, typical uh, general rule with house plants is you don't want standing water, but that it really depends on the plant. You know, if you have an indoor mangrove, uh, you're probably going to want standing water and brackish at that. But So aside from looking at your specific plants, uh, standing water can create uh, harborage for breeding mosquitoes or fungus gnats. So I would uh, side with the misses in that argument. Um, and then in regards to um, there was a question, I think, about garden ants and mice. Mm -hmm. uh, there are lots of baits that you can get that are safe to put around your garden bed for the ants. Um, I would recommend as a pest control operator either entice granular baits uh, for small ants or extinguish plus for fire ants. Uh, and then for rodents, um, a company that I refer my customers to when they can't find how the rats are getting in, uh, you can go to 911wildlife.com. That's a local company, and they all my customers have been happy with them. Um, and there was another question I planned on answering, but I forgot what it was since I called in. The uh, TENS unit. It looks like the TENS unit oh, yeah, pads. Yeah. I, I use a TENS unit. and um, Saved by the order. phone screener. Saved by the phone screener. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can get those on Amazon.com. I don't know where you can get them locally, but the thing I ran into is you need to make sure that you get the right millimeter size for the snap. Um, I ended up buying the wrong size uh, snap-on and then had to go back on Amazon and reorder a new cable that fits the pads I ordered. Um, so you need to make sure you're getting the right measurement for the snap. Uh, but they have a wide variety available on Amazon. Great. Hey, thanks for calling, Jared. Hey, no problem, y'all. Have a good one. All right, you too. 800-933-5372. Email anything at kera.org. Uh, you can also tweet me at Jeff Whittington. Uh, let's see. We got an uh, email from Jessica in Southlake about the watercolor restoration question. Uh, Dow Art Gallery in Fort Worth. Uh, Jessica says, does wonderful art and painting restorations. She says, I'm not sure if they do watercolor, but it's worth a try. Dow Art Gallery, D-O-W Art Gallery. Uh, and uh, let's see, we got a question from Jim who says, just west of the intersection of Blackburn and Central Expressway, there is on the south side an art installation that represents a tower with a changing color lighting at night. So this piece has been there for several years now, but for the past few weeks it's been dark at night. Does anyone know what is going on there at Blackburn and Central Expressway uh, with that artwork? Bethany wants to know where to donate unopened and unexpired contact lenses. Uh, and let's see, we got uh, an answer on the financial aid question. Ann says, for financial aid, go to financialaid.gov and or talk to the financial aid office at the School of Interest. Most financial aid is focused on the bachelor's level of education, though not graduate level. And Tom wants to know if bent slats on Venetian blinds can be replaced, I mean, repaired rather, or must one replace the entire set of blinds? 
Uh, Tom says, I've tried gently bending the slats back into shape, but they never seem to be straight when I finish. Anybody have any recommendations for Tom? And Denton wants to know via Twitter, what time do the I-35 express lanes on the way to and from Denton switch from southbound to northbound? Uh, and how do they make sure the lanes are empty when they do switch? Is it automatic or manual? 800-933-5372. Let's talk next to Mark calling from Bedford. Hello, Mark. Hi, Jeff. Um, I was interested in renting um, a longhorn steer, a riding longhorn steer, for my wedding entrance. I'm, I'm getting married in two weeks. So I just wanted to know, is there any place in locally in the DFW area where I can get or rent uh, a riding longhorn steer? Now, have you have you seen so, anybody ride a longhorn before, uh, Mark? Yes, I have. I know. I know they have them at the stockyard okay. in Fort Worth, uh, but but they those ones just stay there. Um, but I just wanted to know because hmm. you know I, I I found some, but they were <laughs> like three four hours away, so I just wasn't okay. Sure if so were this any, is a thing. This is actually a thing because it sounds kind of like it might be dangerous to me. I'm just mm-hmm. you know I'm just grain assaulting here. Okay. With this, mm-hmm. but but we'll see <laughs> we'll see if somebody knows. Where to rent a longhorn steer you can ride for your wedding entrance. Yeah. It sounds like something that no one will ever forget, for sure. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Are, do you, do you, <laughs> Mark, do you ride, do you ride horses? I'm just curious. Like, yes, yes. Okay, I'm, you do. I'm, I'm, I know how to ride a horse. Okay. But I just thought it'd be something different and unique, so I awesome. wanted to do it. Okay, great. Well, All we'll right. see if we get some suggestions for you, Mark. Thanks for calling. All right. All right. Thank you. All right. Bye. 800-933-5372. Email anything at kera.org, or uh, you can tweet me at Jeff Whittington on Twitter. Let's talk next to Brody calling from Dallas. Hello, Brody. Hey there. Hey. My my question is, um, when I was in high school, I had a pig that um, was sifted at the stock, stock show in FFA, so I was wondering where I could get... Um, like rules or regulations on how they decide which pigs get sifted um, for the Future Farmers of America competitions. Um, whenever, uh, whenever I had my pig, it found, its, uh, found itself smart enough to hop over the barrier from his mm-hmm. pen mm-hmm. to the next pen and eat all of that pig's food and then go to the next one and eat all of that pig's food and then to the next one and eat all of that pig's food and make his way back in time for when it was my turn, uh, my time, to feed him, he had already eaten three meals and would just be sitting there waiting for me, and I would feed him, and he would eat that. And so, that's why I gained so much weight. He got sifted at the fat stock show. So explain what you mean by sifted. He was he was uh, sort of like disqualified from competing? Right. Or, okay. right. He, was, he was too big to be shown. Okay. I mean, and, and maybe, maybe he had—maybe he was— uh, Maybe he was onto something because if he gets shown right, then he goes to auction. He goes to the uh, <laughs> exactly. he goes to he goes to the to the slaughterhouse, right? Yeah, um, and that's why I, that's why I was confused because they wouldn't let me show him because he was too big. But I mean, that's why that's okay. the whole point, right? Yeah. So you so want to stay what the are. right? You want to stay right, and you want to figure out exactly what are the regulations and how do they figure it out? Right. Uh, all right. Well, Brody, you've asked, and we'll see if we get an answer for you. Awesome, thanks. Hey, thanks for calling. It's anything you ever wanted to know right here on KERA. Uh, you can call us, 800-933-5372. You can email us, anything at KERA.org. You can tweet me at Jeff Whittington. 
Uh, stay with us. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes. anything you ever wanted to know on KERA in Dallas, Fort Worth, Denton, Texas. I'm Jeff Whittington, and our telephone number, of course, is 800-933-5372. You can email us your questions and answers to anything at KERA.org. You can tweet me at Jeff Whittington. And you can find the podcast. Uh, there's a, a subscribe link, uh, a button, so to speak, on our webpage at KERA.org forward slash anything. Uh, you can listen to the last couple of episodes there, which we post um, with just click and play technology. Or you can find the podcast uh, wherever you get your podcasts. And people always ask, hey, uh, when I send my answer or my question in, will you please email me the answer? And boy, I wish we could. If we just had the staff and the time in the week to respond individually to every single one of you, it would be so awesome. Uh, but uh, but we don't because we have to do a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> Uh, here at our jobs at KERA. So we provide the podcast. If you ask a question or send in a question, uh, you're not able to listen, you can always stream or listen to uh, that podcast when you subscribe. So check it out at KERA.org slash anything or find it uh, on your podcasting app or Stitcher or wherever you go for podcasts. Uh, right now, we're taking your calls, though, 800-933-5372. And up next on the phone is Tyler in Fort Worth. Hello, Tyler. Hey, Jeff. How's it going? It's going well. Hey, I was uh, calling about the uh, question earlier that was posted about the building that was set to be imploded. Yeah. I believe that that is going to be happening on uh, this Sunday. It was supposed to happen last Sunday, but... uh I guess it was raining or something, and uh, yeah, it's set to go down, go down this Sunday. And, is, and do you know where people can find the details on that by any chance? I do not. Okay. I was, uh, I was actually told about it by my father. Okay. So. All right. Well, at least we've narrowed it to Sunday. So thanks, Tyler, for calling. All right. No problem. I think they usually do those in the morning, uh, typically, uh, because there's less traffic, et cetera. Uh, so maybe maybe there's something in the Star Telegram, or maybe the news will uh, cover that uh, today or tomorrow, perhaps. Uh, let's see. Up next on the phone at eight hundred nine three three five three seven two is another Fort Worth caller, Kimberly. Hey, Kimberly. Oh, hey. How are you, Jeff? Doing well. Good. Your show is so entertaining. Thank you for the oh, show. Oh, thank I you so much. Curiosity. It's like amazing what people think of. Well, we anyway. love doing. We love doing it too. Oh, good, good. Keep, keep, wish you all the best success, um, continued success. So anyway, I was wondering, I, I've just been here in Texas for one year, and I was wondering in the DFW area where I could find the Filipino dessert, Pitchy Pitchy. Well, you've asked. We'll see if somebody knows. 
Okay, that's great. Thank you so much. Take right. care. You bet. Uh, line open, 800-933-5372. Email always open, anything at kera.org. That's where we got this from Federico, who wants to know what kind of, what type of meat is typically used in a Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Uh, let's see, Mick in Dallas says with the uh, listener with the rat problem, Google Trapper Tom Texas. Uh, Trapper Tom, he says, lives in Irving and is an expert at removing all kinds of pests without poison. Travis and Bishop Art says, once it's hot out, the rats will leave your attic. They only live there during the winter to stay warm. Uh, just find their way in and seal it up during the summer. You can put steel wool or tinfoil in holes and then use expandable foam spray. It's an excellent way to keep them out, and they will not chew through it. Uh, that's from Travis in Oak Cliff. Uh, Barbara wants to know, where can I recycle clothing that's too worn to be donated? Uh, and uh, Helen wants to know, what can we spray or use on a small tree with red berries to keep birds away. She says they eat the berries and make a huge mess on our driveway and outdoor deck. Does anybody know what to do to keep them away? And Rebecca in Dallas says, regarding those Venetian blinds, if you have custom blinds, the slats can typically be replaced by contacting the vendor. This information is normally on the headrail or uh, there are logos on the tassels. If it's a routed blind, uh, holes with strings going through the middle of the slats, you will not be able to easily repair them yourself. The entire blind must be restrung. Uh, if it's routeless, Rebecca says, with no holes, replacement slats can normally be ordered. Take your blind or pictures of them into Lowe's or Home Depot, and they can tell you if it's one of their vendors. So, Rebecca, thanks for those leads for uh, our Venetian blind listener. 800-933-5372. Up next is Alan calling from Plano. Hello, Alan. Hey, Jeff. How's it going? Uh, it's going well. Uh, so I had uh, a question and an answer. Um, my question is I'm looking to try to make my own cheese at home, and I know that I need to have um, milk that is that has a very low pasteurization. So I, I'm trying to find that locally, and I'm also trying to find citric acid lo locally. My answer is uh, regarding the Longhorn. I know who you would want to talk to about trying to find a Longhorn for the wedding. Oh, okay. <laughs> Believe it or not. Um, <laughs> you want to contact Lauren and Paul at B3 Tab you know, or B3 Entertainment. Okay, so so B3 Entertainment, the letter B3 mm -hmm. Entertainment. Letter B and the number three. And you can find them at B3Talent.com, okay. the entertainment agency. And what's the person's name? Uh, they're, uh, it's Paul and Lauren. They're, Paul they're and the Lauren. owners. All right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, who would have thought? Random. I was like, I, I, I actually know the answer to that. I'm going to call in. All right. And we'll see if we can figure out or uh, get a suggestion for you here in the last few minutes of the show on the raw milk or and citric acid. So Great. Thank you so much. Jeff. You bet. Thanks for calling. Uh, line open, 800-933-5372. Let's talk next to Randall in Dallas. Hello, Randall. Hello, Mr. Whittington. Go right ahead. Uh, the Venetian blinds. I hate to disagree with Rebecca, but uh, the bottom rail has a little plug, and you can pull that and pull the knot out and untie it, run the string back up to the bent uh, slats. And there's always extra slats at the bottom of a Venetian blind. Mm -hmm. Just slide the new one in when you slide the old one out, run the cord back down through, 
retie the knife, put the plug in, and it's fixed. Now, I think the, these might be, I think you're, I think our caller's talking about the uh, vertical blinds, up and down vertical blinds. And it sounds like you're describing, and correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like you're describing the horizontal blinds. The horizontal, yeah. yeah. The yeah. vertical have hangers. Yeah. Um, so, you just need to find the, the replacement. Find the replacement, right. Okay. Hey, thanks so much for calling. You are welcome. All right. Uh, up next at 800-933-5372 is Anna in Dallas. Hello, Anna. Hi there. Go right ahead. Hi. We um, have a fire ant infestation inside of our home for the last four and a half months, and it's just a nightmare. And we are super proactive, and we've had pest control come out, and they are getting in underneath the home. There is no access on the outside. And we have sprayed, which is very um, obviously poisonous and toxic, and they come back, and we just are at a loss and do not know what to do. Well, we'll see if we get some suggestions for you. Awesome. Thank right. you so much. You bet. Uh, up next at 800-933-5372, uh, let's talk to Katie in Wichita Falls. Hello, Katie. Hello. How are you? Hey, doing well. I um, had a, a reply to the gentleman wanting a longhorn for his wedding. Yeah. Um, it's not an answer. Um, I would just say there's probably a reason there's not a lot, lot of longhorns <laughs> available. Right. Because um, uh, I'm not sure that they're very biddable and docile as a rule. Because um, they're a symbol of strength and individuality in Texas. I mean, they're sure. wonderful. They're beautiful. And I can certainly understand the appeal. However, in order to get a creature like this to be uh, docile and safe around the public, you'd, I, I would wonder, would you have to train them really harshly or would you need to drug them so that they would not harm anybody? And I'd wonder if you wanted to really do that to a creature like that. Just so wonderful and magnificent. Well, thanks, Katie, for calling, and uh, we, we appreciate your uh, perspective as well. Okay. All right. Uh, let's talk next at 800-933-5372 uh, to Lolly in Arlington. Hello, Lolly. Hi. Hey there. I have a question regarding um, trying to find uh, a bakery in the Dallas-Fort Worth area mm -hmm. that does low-sugar or no-sugar uh, baked goods, like cakes, cupcakes, cookies. Well, you've asked. We'll see if we get an answer. Maybe not this week because we're almost out of time, but maybe somebody will email us or tweet me uh, or call us next week. Okay, thank right. you very much. Thanks I for calling. appreciate it. You bet. Okay, bye. Uh, speaking of tweeting, uh, Courtney tweeted me and says, Very old, stained, and worn clothing can still be donated to your local Goodwill. Courtney says, Anything that is not in saleable condition will be sent to textile recycling. The fibers are still good to use as filling in mattresses or possibly to be cut up as rags. So Goodwill does sort uh, that material. And uh, let's see, Jeff tweeted me and says, The demolition, that Fort Worth demolition is scheduled for March 18th at 8 a.m. So uh, got a little bit more, uh, a little bit more time to, uh, to plan your viewing of that Fort Worth demolition. Not sure where this information comes from, but... Uh, uh, this is what Jeff is saying. Uh, and Andrea says you can get citric acid at any brew supply store. And Lucky Layla uh, in Levon, uh, Lucky Layla Farms, has amazing raw milk. So there's a tweet with a couple of leads 
on those ingredients from Andrea. Got an email from David in Dallas wondering where to find Tunisian candy in the area. Anybody know where to find Tunisian candy in Dallas-Fort Worth? And lots of folks on the phone. Let's get to as many of these as we can before we run out of time. Let's talk next to Amanda calling from Dallas. Hello, Amanda. Hi, how are you? Doing well. Um, I actually had, it looks like someone tweeted the answer already, but I had an answer for the um, clothing that was no longer in sellable condition. Sure. That can actually be taken to any thrift store that accepts clothing. They actually get to sell that for recyclable uses. So just put it in its own separate bag and label the outside of the bag for recycling. They actually will use the sheets and stuff to wrap up their furniture and stuff there, mm-hmm. and they'll sell all the other stuff to get a little bit of money for that. So take it to any thrift store that you support their cause. And they'll put it into the uh, to the to the rag business, so you don't have to worry Correct. about it. Correct. Yeah, if you just separated it, though, that'd be a lot easier. That way they don't have to go through all the yuck stuff. Just put cool. it in a bag and label it as recyclable. Cool. Thanks, Amanda. All right. Thank you. Uh, up next, let's talk to Ben calling from Fort Worth. Hello, Ben. Hello. Hey there. Hi. Um, I wanted to give an answer to the gentleman who was looking for uh, replacement uh, electrodes for his TENS unit. Yeah. He was uh, looking for something like that, but I, I think that he would be have better luck going towards Walmart. And most of those uh, pads, depending on the type of connector he's looking for, should be available at Walmart. But if he were to want to look for something a little further, he could go into Google and type in medical supply and a zip code and there should be some. I know I used to work for a uh, medical courier company, and there was a company called Landmark uh, Health or Landmark Health and mm-hmm. Medical Supply, and those are uh, those companies are available in Dallas-Fort Worth, okay. and they do sell uh, CPAP and uh, medical uh, equipment as well, so they should have them as well. Great. Ben, thanks for calling. Yeah, no problem. Uh, let's talk next uh, at 800-933-5372 to Courtney in Dallas. Hey, Courtney. Hello. Hey there. Hey, so I had an answer about the unpasteurized milk. Um, it, if you don't want to go and find a farm, there is a Bedford Farmer's Market, which is open like a regular grocery store, uh, Monday through Saturday, I believe, during the day. And they sell unpasteurized milk there. And I have another question, the, um, the Sugarless uh, Bakery. Yeah. Sugarless Delight in Richardson, Texas. It, it's fantastic. Very good. Thank, hey, thanks for calling. Thank you, of course. Uh, we got a tweet on Sugarless Delight in Richardson from Charlie as well, saying it's a sugar-free bakery. Uh, M says, Lucky Layla's is in Plano, uh, unless they moved. So uh, there's a correction on that one. Uh, time to squeeze in uh, at least one more call. Let's talk to Mike calling from Flower Mound. Hello, Mike. Hey there. Hey there. Uh-oh. Mike, I think we... See if we can try now. I think we're you're breaking up on us. Uh-oh. Okay, there you go. There you go. Okay. No, I'm sorry, Mike. Uh, I, we, can, we can't hear you. Maybe we can. Uh, maybe you can call us back next week. Let's talk really quickly to Robert in Dallas. Hello, Robert. Hello. Hey, go right ahead. How can I pay someone to come by my house and teach me how to use the computer? You're just looking for, like, private computer training? Yes. All right. Well, we, we're out of time this week. Uh, maybe we'll get an answer for you next week, and you're in the Dallas area. Is that correct? Yes, sir. All right. Well, tune in next week, and maybe we'll have some answers for you. Thank you. Thanks for calling. This has been Anything You Ever Wanted to Know, produced by Stephen Becker, uh, engineered by Shelley Canavy. Uh, Fiona Norton normally answers your phone calls, but today 
Our associate producer, Samantha Guzman, was on the phones. Uh, I mentioned before, you can find our free podcast at kera.org slash anything. Just click on the subscribe link at the top of the page. And of course, email your questions, answers, comments, and suggestions to us at anything at kera.org. Once again, I'm Jeff Whittington. You can find me on Twitter at Jeff Whittington. And thanks so much uh, for listening and for writing and calling in this week. Y'all have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you back here next week. And don't forget, be nice to each other.